Hello, everyone, and welcome to Somebody Identical. Keaton and Evan here back again with so, another episode, episode 32. Uh, it feels like it's been a long time since we've recorded. Yeah, um, yeah I think. But we recorded on a Monday last time, so this is set. So it's almost two weeks. Um, so we're back. Hopefully we know what we're doing this time. Uh, <laughs> we, did, we didn't forget how to do this. Uh and I think we're going to take like a slight break, like maybe a week or two break, um, get some things scheduled, get some guests scheduled, um, and then hit the ground running again to finish out the year. Um, but we kind of wanted to start talking about a little bit of politics, as that's kind of the main thing that's been going on yeah. recently. Um, and of course, Trump's uh, <laughs> uh, Trump getting, is it indicted or? His uh, mugshot, arrested and arrested. Mugshot. Um, I'm surprised Giuliani's Rudy Giuliani's didn't get released as well. Uh, I guess not as high high profile, but it did get it did get released. It, it was just earlier. Released. Yeah, oh, okay. He just wasn't as funny looking. Yeah, no, it doesn't doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Trump's is very funny. Oh, he, how many times do you think he practiced that mugshot beforehand? It had to be hundreds. You think so? Oh yes. Oh yes. I mean. You can say a lot about about the guy, but like, if there's anything anything that you can say about him is that he knows how to spin spin the media. He's been on camera for forever, so oh, he definitely definitely practiced that. It makes it funnier to me that he practiced it than yeah. Like, if he hadn't <laughs> if he hadn't practiced and it was just like like okay, classic Trump. He's he you know made a funny face or whatever. Um, and, but that fact that he practiced it, it's like. This dude's playing into it so much. Oh yeah, um, he's getting good at it, I guess. Or maybe he's always been good at it. Um, he's always been good at good at, uh, I guess, making the attention around him, and in, in <laughs> he's a master at it. Isn't that narcissist, right? Yeah, <laughs> I guess to be you have to be president, you have to be narcissist. Um, I don't know how true that is, but. That's true. <laughs> He has blown uh, his first tweet back. His his first time back, he tweeted the mugshot, and he said, "I think it didn't it say it's like selling a T-shirt or something." Yeah, uh, very funny. First tweeted three years. I mean, this uh, dang it, I I don't love don't love the guy, and he but he, you you have to admire his skill at uh, at media. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and maybe if it's not him, his team is pretty good at it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that affects? Since we're going to talk about politics, do you think that affects very much of his base, or um, affects him that he was actually arrested? I mean, he's not charged, right? So, yeah. Uh, uh, You're back now. So, you first. Yeah, I don't know okay. why. It always happens right whenever we start recording. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Okay, but but you you asked if uh what if, if I, I thought it, him. yeah if getting arrested I mean not necessarily the mugshot but if him getting arrested if it affects him that much. Oh no, I think positive or negative. I think it helps him a lot uh, for winning the primary, not for winning the general, which is the entire intent of it. I mean, I I do think that a lot of stuff that he did is like probably illegal probably worth maybe worthy of being arrested but also it seems like why wouldn't you do this years ago 
<laughs> it, was, it, it seems highly coincidental that you press all these charges right before, right during the middle of the primary, uh, helping essentially boost boost him because he's like the easy opponent to beat for the Democrats. So I think it helps him in the primary and hurts him in the general, which is like the perfect political strategy if you're a Democrat. Yeah, and it's pretty obvious that they're timing it. They're not even really trying to hide this kind of stuff anymore. No, yeah, it's just... Eh. Everything is perfectly timed. Every single one of his indictments were planned around um, some type of Democratic news that was coming out that wasn't going to be very positive. Um, so they know what they're doing on that side mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, I think I was going to say, I wasn't going to necessarily say the same thing you said, but in essence, the same. Like, I was going to say it hurts him with the people that were on the fence, but obviously boosts him with his own. Yeah, it makes his his people love him even more because it, everything that the, he's been saying of they're trying, they're attacking me, they're attacking me, is just more of it's, it is just piling on. Yeah, and, it's just true. <laughs> and so it helps him with his own base. I don't know if it necessarily helps all that much with conservatives, but um, I I think it does. I think it does help, like with people kind of on the fence. Okay, if you're like between like a DeSantis and a Trump. Uh, you might start leaning towards Trump because, like, there's just all this momentum in that direction. Uh, when I feel like when you feel attacked, you feel you kind of rally behind, rally behind the the person that's being attacked, and I think that's what ends up happening to Trump. And I think he just runs away with the with the primary, and it's not even going to be close. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I. Like I said, the people on the fence, I don't think it necessarily helps all that much, but maybe it does. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, when it comes to the other people, does it, when it comes to the other candidates, do you think it helps, it hurts them, I guess, since they're going to be running against him? Uh, like as in the primary candidates? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think I think it hurts them. I mean, it, it's been shown over and over again. Every time the some legality issue happens with trump that he gets a little boost in the republican polls because people just rally behind him all constantly whenever he's being attacked by and he you know he sells it really well like oh you know they're prosecuting me because because they hate you essentially and so that causes this sort of wave shift towards towards trump and it's it's like that's why they bring this all these charges out slowly in waves. Like it's been the last like six months where something happens, like he FBI raids Mar-a-Lago. That's the first one that the shoe that dropped, and then charges for document classified documents there. Him moving stuff around there. That's the second shoe. Like stuff that obviously he should not have classified documents at all. Uh, but something stuff that happens with a lot of political operatives and. Trump ends up being the one that's that's targeted, and so all these people rally behind him and defend him. So I think, yeah, it definitely hurts the other primary candidates, and uh, unless they can somehow turn it around with what happened with the debate. Yeah, well, I guess with the debate, I'm not really for sure. Did he even get invited? Yeah, he was invited. He didn't go. Because <laughs> yeah. I know he was on Tucker Carlson, Yeah, which was actually kind of funny. An ex-Fox News employee... Oh yeah, Fox News, right? So yeah, um, Tucker Carlson being an ex Fox News interviewing 
the guy that denied their <laughs> invite. Um, yeah. So I thought that that's kind of a little ironic, I guess. It was a, it was like a slap in the face, I guess. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people don't like Fox News anymore, like conservatives. I think. Yeah. Because of their um, pro transgender um, stance, I guess. Um, that a lot of people Fox, don't. Fox News. Yeah, it got leaked. Like they don't, they haven't publicly said anything, but like they're. Um, they posted like some newsletters and stuff internally about like pronouns and all this stuff, like, <laughs> really? just woke stuff. And it's, yeah. So like a lot of people, they got leaked, somebody got fired or something and they leaked it. And um, so they were like pro transgender. Um, like, and in, in I don't know if it was necessarily about kids, but they were just like pro certain stuff that a lot of conservatives are against. So, Mm-hmm. Um, so now everyone, all the conservatives. Yeah, they, they just, they don't, I mean, I wouldn't say hate, but there's a lot of them that just stopped watching Fox News because of it. Oh, well, I guess uh, I'm, I'm way out of the loop because I knew the Tucker Carlson thing caused a lot of people to not, to not like it, but I wasn't aware of all the. Yeah, it was other... some, it was some, it was, I think it was a female, female um, employee. Um, they, I don't know if she got let go or what, but she leaked some type of like memo that they released about like all, like all that stuff. Yeah. So, I um, mean, honestly, when it comes down to these uh, news media companies, like traditional news media companies, it still surprises me that they are able to get as many viewers as they, they have. I mean, it, I don't know, maybe it's just our generation. So we're a little bit blinded to it, but I feel like I'd never see anyone watching like television news. It's all on YouTube. It's all on podcast. It's not uh uh, social media. Fox News. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I just don't think we watch TV that much anymore. Yeah. Um, sorry if my hair is a little crazy, but um, I just don't think we watch TV like traditional TV. Um, so we don't really care to watch the news. We have to get it some other way. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody really watches the weather either anymore. <laughs> no, you just pull up your phone. Look up the weather app. Um, but yeah, so that stuff got leaked or whatever, and so not a lot of people like them. But the Tucker Carlson stuff was what it hit like 145 million views. And there was 230 million views, but also I don't, you know, I don't buy Twitter's view algorithm is kind of garbage. I mean, like you just, if it's in your feed, that's a view. Mm. So, so that's not the same as, you know, turning it on and watching the 10 whole minutes hour or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I just can't buy the Twitter's views. Originally I did think it was super exciting. It was like all these people were getting lots of views on their stuff on Twitter, but, but I realized, oh, it's literally just impressions. That's what they're counting as views, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're transparent about that kind of stuff when it comes to advertisers. (laughs) Yeah, no, they, they, they must be, if you're actually like dig into the, probably dig into the analytics uh i'm guessing i mean what do you think what do you think is a normal conversion like on let's say of those 230 million impressions what percent watch 10 minutes like one to three (laughs) percent um i guess if it's political it's probably i don't know tucker carlson i feel like gains a lot of 
traction. So I would say a lot of hate to watches. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I'd say like 10, 10, 15%, honestly. Um, I would say it's higher than we think because like, yeah, one, two percent is not very much. No, yeah. Um, now granted, it's less target, I guess. I was gonna say it's less targeted, like because like YouTube is yeah. YouTube would be oh, it's up up on my feed. YouTube I know has that I'm algorithm. Yeah, I'm either subscribed or I've watched their content before, yeah, or it's very similar to something I've watched. So, like, you know, that it's like your impression is gonna be your impression rate is gonna be a lot higher, yeah, but on Twitter. If somebody retweets it, like you're not, yeah, you're not gonna get the know. impression, but yeah, you might not watch it. So, although I do think Twitter's uh, algorithm now, if you're on the for you page, is usually it's getting pretty good. Like so, so I guess that probably does have lead to a higher conversion rate on watch time. Yeah, um, I mean, good it's for also- Tucker Carlson. I mean, honestly, yeah. I think that's just a new model, though. In general, yeah, the, the solo, the solo brand, news brand is basically the model of the future for news. It seems like, yeah, like uh, what is it, Daily Wire? Yeah, I don't think that many people care about the Daily. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people care about the Daily Wire, but I don't think people would rather watch their. I don't know what you call them, influencers. Would rather watch yeah. Candace Owens or uh, or Candace Owen, uh, Ben Shapiro, Matt Walsh. Like they would rather watch those people than the Daily, Daily Wire news. Yeah, it seems like they built their entire brand off of getting personal brands, which is very interesting because I think they're kind of like the first ones to do that model uh, for news, at least, or the first ones to do it really well. Yeah, I mean, it's it reminds me a little bit of like esports content houses, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. These brands they hire or contract out to get influencers to join their brand, um, which I don't know. It probably oh. works really well for them because they have like I'm sure Ben Shapiro has a ton of equity in the Daily oh, Wire, yeah. so yeah. I'm sure that like he's gonna stay with them. Like when it comes to like the esports people or content houses or whatever, those people just have contracts and when the contract's up, they just leave. So like it, your brands don't really grow as much together as you would like, but for Ben and them and daily wire, it, I think their brand is almost synonymous. Is that the right term? Oh yeah. That's, I mean, that sounds right. I wonder, I, I always wonder what the contract deals look like in these, in like the daily wire. I mean, I guess the content house thing I know a little bit less about, but the deals are probably structured a little bit similarly. Like, okay. If I go into to become let's just say we become podcasters on i don't know the daily wire daily, daily wire network like what do they say okay we we own 50 percent of every everything you make in ads and now we're i mean we give you this platform that will grow your account by yeah so 10, i thousand percent because it went when that stephen crowder stuff came out mm-hmm. they candace owens talked a lot about her contract um so it's like you have to do X amount of content and we're going to help you if you like do spinoff stuff. So like you have your main channel or whatever, YouTube channel, TikTok, whatever it was, you have to be on there like X amount of hours a week, X amount of times a day. Um, and they like 
they give you the professional production side of stuff. Mm-hmm. So they build you sets. So you come into their office and they you have a set that you sit sit in on. It's not their like I think what's her name? Brett Cooper. I think she has one that looks kind of like TikTok a bedroom. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. She has one that kind of looks a little bit like a bedroom. Um that's so weird. <laughs> but like it's, it's just in a, a building. It's in yeah. a building. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've it's just like Hollywood thing. stuff. Yeah. I think it's like a it looks like a desk in a like a room, like a like a house, not necessarily. Yeah. yeah. Like it doesn't look industrial. Like I don't know. Looks like a house office, home office, basically. Yeah. And I mean I, that makes it seem more genuine, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't seem like which this is a little off topic, but like Mr. Beast talked about that. Like you don't want your stuff to seem so professional you lose out on the on a certain brand of people. Yeah. Um so little do they know we're actually in a industrial warehouse right now. <laughs> My house is actually an industrial <laughs> is inside an industrial um <laughs> warehouse. Um but yeah, so they give you like all this this extra gear, like the professional side of it. They give you professional editors, they have people helping you make content and come up with ideas for content. Or they take your ideas and like try to make it feasible, mm-hmm. um, and they do take a large percentage. Um, but I think you also have to like post so much stuff on the Daily Wire because, mm. like, if you think about it, most of their content's free. At least eighty percent of it is probably free. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't make you all that much money, so they take portions of that and put that behind their pay paid wall or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's such an interesting business model to me. Like, I'm fascinated with this stuff. Like, it, there's no way anything... I mean, I guess variations of this have sort of always existed, but this is so different and uh, new that I, I don't even know if you can really compare it to news of old. Like, just the fact that people are getting paid to come in and make videos for people to consume is is wild. Like, as an individual, it's just wild to me. Like, I don't know. Just it's still so so strange to me. It almost, it almost seems like at what point does the content does content actually get saturated, or or is there always? I mean, there's always a demand for these individual voices, so it never really gets saturated. It's just it's just a a few that are always competing at the very top that get the majority of the attention, and they switch out. You know, new people can take down other people and. Yeah, it's like the top one percent. You're just like constantly moving. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's 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 the case. Um, and there's always people that are like they quit or they mm-hmm. they take a step back. It's get you know they haven't had a vacation in three years. Um, so, I mean, those Twitch streamer stuff is still fascinates me. Like that sit there and stream for twelve hours a day. I I can't believe people people watch. I, can, I can't do it. Yeah. I mean, people aren't watching all 12 hours. I mean, you're watching. I, I mean, I just can't believe people will tune into a thing that will be a 12 hour. I mean, if you do, if I'm streaming something for 12 hours a day, that means I'm not doing super exciting things constantly, you know? Uh, I mean, I'll be, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never watched one, so I have no idea, but. <laughs> it, eventually, eventually it just becomes about being involved in this person's life. Yeah. Almost like reality TV a little bit. Yeah, because like you get the scoop on the drama of their life and the um, all like the cool, exciting things that they're doing when it comes to like, oh, they're going on vacation or um, like it just becomes more about the person than about like what they're actually doing, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons why vlogs, I think, do pretty well. With yeah, people, which is 
a uh, a vlog is um, a video biography. Is that is that the right term? Yeah, I think so. Um, it's just like a you're recording yourself talking and what like doing about your daily life or doing tasks. Life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, day in a life at um, Google. Um, <laughs> Why all those all those employees got fired probably during the layoffs? <laughs> yeah, when they when the company saw their video and said, "Wow, you Why, didn't do you anything today. Don't do anything. You worked for thirty minutes, <laughs> but you sat at the the on campus coffee shop for seven hours. <laughs> didn't even take your laptop. Um, so, yeah, it's it is so, interesting. But what happens if like the? I mean, I know a little bit about. You mentioned the content houses where the video game streamers usually will go and build a platform. What happens when they like want to quit and leave? And what prevents them from just like building a platform and then getting out really fast? Um, well, so it's not a lot of times you have to usually build up your own platform first and then they bring you in. It's not like they go out and get somebody with five views and bring them in. It's somebody that like, like for instance, there's a guy named Tifu. He it was a big deal. Um, he got signed to Phase, but he had like three. He was averaging like 300 viewers a session, mm-hmm. a stream, I guess. And he was pretty good, like super highly competitive. And one of the content houses, Phase, signed him to a con- two-year contract, um, but it wasn't a very good one. It's kind of like those people say they're predatory um, contracts for young singers. Uh, or media oh yeah and so yeah. it was like a big deal he's like i don't get any like got to keep a lot of his revenue from streaming but mm-hmm. like sponsorships he, and sponsorships stuff and stuff like he didn't get like as much and so he was like super aggravated about that and he he ended it just like ended up being like a super sour relationship mm. And after the, I think it was a two-year contract. I think they have, I think they bought him out, like they bought out his contract or something, um, or maybe they just agreed to end. But he left. But I mean, they helped him. So the theory was that he would have gotten to where he was anyways. Yeah. But they sped it up. Yeah. Because yeah. they gave him like actual verified viewers that were interested in his content. Mm-hmm. So. He was like obviously a con like if uh, if I'm a content house and I'm gonna hire you and you do um, my my um, audience is gamers mm-hmm. and you do Barbie reviews then I'm not, not gonna like not gonna match. I'm not gonna yeah it's not gonna match so like that wouldn't be as beneficial as if we both had the same if I my content was Barbie reviews mm-hmm. and I. I don't know why that I used that example, but um, but then it, it would be like a good match because like if I had a big yeah. audience, and it works the other way too of like if you had a big audience and I was smaller, I could pay you like I would pay you more money, and you got to keep a lot of your stuff, but a lot of your viewers would come over to my mm-hmm. uh, generic, more generic um, content. So yeah, yeah. So it can work both ways. A small a small team can go after a bigger streamer. Or a bigger content person, yeah. Um, so, like in Daily Wire's instance, they went after Candace Owens. Obviously, she they shared a lot of, they had a lot of overlap, anyways. Mm-hmm. But like she was pretty big. I don't know if she was bigger than them, but she was. It wasn't like she was small, and they boosted her up. Like Brett Cooper was like super small, 
Um, and her stuff was less political, I think, at the time. I think she had mm-hmm. some politics stuff, political stuff, but um, she was a lot smaller. And then they signed her and they boosted her up. With Candace Owens, it was probably more mutual. Like, yeah, they or Jordan Peterson. They brought in Jordan Peterson. Yeah, and he had a huge following, right? So, mm-hmm. which I don't really see any of his content. He probably has a very different structure than the rest of them. I think all of his stuff is pay, behind paywall, if I, but I'm not for sure. I mean, I haven't really like paid attention to him. And when you get uh, Logan Pipes on here, <laughs> the biggest Daily Wire fan of all time. <laughs> Is he really? I'm not surprised, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if he really is, but I remember Miko talking about how he would wake up in the middle of the night and there would be a Ben Shapiro podcast playing and Logan would be asleep. (laughs) It's just like absorbing this in his brain at night. Osmosis. Uh, Osmosis, but through audio. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So he, yeah. Maybe we just need to have him on and bring him on and talk to him about it. Um. Let's go back to the candidates if we can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the debate was the other day. Um, there was Chris Christie, who all was up there. You said, is it Nikki? Uh, Nikki Haley, the Vivek. Uh, yeah. I call him Vivek. I don't think that's right, but. I, I think it's Vivek, but I'm not for sure. That's going to really hurt him in the long run. <laughs> I don't think he wants to be president anyways. Right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Chris Christie, Ron DeSantis, Vivek, Nikki Haley, two random guys. I don't Mike remember Pence. their names. Mike Pence. <laughs> I think that's all the big ones. Let's see. Doug Burgum, Chris Christie, Nikki Haley. Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Uh, Tim Scott. Uh, Mike Pence. Asa, Hutch- Asa Hutchinson. Those are... Big ones, obviously Donald Trump. But he uh, wasn't there. He wasn't at the debate. Yeah, he wasn't at the debate. Yeah, Ron DeSantis. Uh, yeah, so those are the big hitters. Um, Chris Christie looked like a fool from some of the clips that I saw. Um, they all tried to get on Vivek or Vivek uh, about his love for Trump, I guess, which is kind of a big deal. Well, it seemed like a lot of them... Uh where i mean i didn't watch the whole debates i kind of just hit all the highlights and listened to some summaries and from what people were saying it seemed like the vague is very can it depends on how you how you view him like with your what your pre what you're like how you view politics essentially will mold how you view Vivek, <laughs> and you can either love him if you're kind of like more in the trump Trumpish wing, or you just absolutely can't stand him if you're. He is a he's like a soundbite character. Like he knows how to get the sound bites, and that can be very annoying to the candidates. And I think that the candidates all don't like him because of that, and so they all attacked him for for those reasons. Yeah, I mean. He, I think he's anti-establishment enough to stand out from the rest of them mm-hmm. because he's not afraid to call out like the Ukraine war, um, how it's stupid. Um, he's not afraid to like, he, he supports nuclear, which I don't think really any of the other ones, they might yeah, say. No one ever talks about that. 
Um, what was another one that he had? Um, oh, the uh, the school stuff. The he Is wants he for, to get rid of the public school system, I think, or oh, maybe not the whole public school system. The Department of Education. Yeah, like get rid of that and give like tax dollars back to people or something. I don't know. But, yeah, you know, like those things are all like super idealistic and gung ho, but like are they practical? Like what does dissolving the department of education actually look like? Like, I mean, maybe you could do it, but it seems like something that would be a very slow process if you did it or similar. I mean, Ukraine, I guess is more debatable, but the nuclear stuff I'm way on board with. He's just, he's like the thing that actually I liked the most about him. So originally I didn't like him because, or I originally kind of liked him. I thought he was very interesting. And then he, he said some fiery things about the um, bank crash that happened like uh, several months back that were just wrong and, and stupid. And then I listened to a podcast, uh, uh, like a long form podcast from him. And, and he actually walked back those things. He said he learned a little bit more about it and, and walked it back. And I was like, okay, that's like rare for someone to do. Like to yeah, just, usually double down. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, but but in the debate, like his main, his big, uh, sh- I guess, shining moment or anti-shining moment, depending on how you view him again, was whenever they asked like about climate change. And he he basically said that all the other candidates were on the stage with him were bought and paid for. Uh, he was the only one that wasn't bought and paid for to call. I don't remember how, how he worded that. I think he said like the climate change, uh, a hoax or something. Yeah, that more people like, are dying to climate change policies than they are to climate change or something like that. Yeah, and I I don't understand. I mean, I I I don't think I, there's definitely politicians that get bought by companies, but I don't think it's like nearly as pervasive as as a lot of them say. And I think it just becomes like a right up there whenever they whenever someone whenever someone like him says that. And I think that's whenever that's whenever a lot of the candidates got. Uh, started jumping on him after was after that statement. Well, that was like a clip moment. Like that was popular. Like people booed, and then he started expounding on it, and they're like, "Oh!" And then they started cheering, and then it yeah. like, went it went viral on Twitter. Yeah, um, it was like his his popular moment slash anti popular moment. Like like I said, it depended on how you how you like him. Yeah, he's by uh, far the most charming one up there, though. Like it's not even not even close. Like who. He speaks really well. Yeah. Um, I'm. I mean, he knows what he's talking about for the most part. Um, like you said, he can clip the moments. He's like a clip, clip king, and then and he can roast. He knows how to roast like the other guys, or mm-hmm. like Trump does a little bit. Not as yeah. He's yeah. not as insulting. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned offline that he's not running for, or maybe I guess you mentioned online too. Uh. He's not running for president. I mean, he's well, a candidate, but he's running for president, but not running for president. He's obviously running for VP or cabinet position. Like, he's not attacking Trump. Trump. He's the only candidate that Trump isn't attacking. Like, if you're if you're in running for president and you're not, you know, disparaging the guy who's forty points ahead of you, then then you're not actually trying. <laughs> and all he does is like praise. You know, I mean, if he of, didn't attack anybody, then it might be a little different. But yeah. Uh, but he's specifically not attacking Trump. Yes, yes, exactly. So, so 
that's definitely some political strategizing. And he's he's really worked himself from unknown to third most popular Republican candidate. And and I think, that, like I said earlier, that Trump is going to win the primary. I think it's obvious that he's going to give Vivek a cabinet position at the least. And then that launches his political career, which is, I think, his entire goal. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's smart. He's a businessman. I think mm-hmm. he has a little bit, he's not as, um, what is it, silver spoon or golden spoon boy, like where you have daddy's money because his parents oh, yes. are immigrants. Yeah. Like Trump obviously had his dad's small money. small loan of a million dollars to yeah. start. <laughs> yeah. He had, you know, uh, a little bit easier upbringing, I would say. Uh, it's obviously, a, yeah. from the outside looking in, I don't really know their lives, but his parents were immigrants. So like he came from nothing. Um, and built himself up to be a businessman. He's self-funded, isn't he? Or for the most part? I um, don't know for sure, but it seems like it. He always talks that he's self-funded. Um, yeah. So I think he's a lot like Trump, obviously a lot younger. Um, but I mean, I, I think know. it's cool that he had like success in biotech. Like that's, I mean, I guess that's my field. So I thought, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's interesting that, uh, uh, you know, I, I wonder what they, when, if they, what he would say about like the vaccines, if they actually asked him about that, like, is he going to go full right wing and go against it? Or is he going to use, you know, I mean, he obviously has some scientific acumen to run a massive biotech that actually is pretty freaking successful and is, has six FDA approved drugs. Um, so what, I, I just curious as to what he would, say, what he would say in that, because I, I, uh, He's definitely going to be on the fence. On yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. You can't say too much. He's like trying to pander to his audience, or is he going to do what he I knows guess, is true? Believes. <laughs> so yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Also, Why another you... interesting thing that is not talked about is like, uh, I mean, if you're in the GOP, you basically have to be religious. You got to be Christian to Christian, I guess, quote unquote. Uh, to to win in the GOP, although I, I think that's debatable. How, as long as you just say you are, then you then you're fine. Well, he been, I've been to church once before, so yeah. yeah. I mean, Trump is obviously not uh, very Christian yeah. <laughs> in actions, uh, but vague uh, opens up like, what did he say? He said something like, "Oh, uh, God is real." Something 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 about the U.S. Like all these statements, like that are true statements. He said, these are the true statements. And he started with God is real. Well, okay. He, he's interesting because he's, he's Hindu. Uh, so I wonder, I wonder if, if anyone's ever going to ask him about that. Like, I feel, <laughs> I wonder how the GOP voters would, uh, would have viewed that if they actually knew, uh, knew that he was Hindu, if it would even affect things or not. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think Which he's from India? He's from India, right? Or is yeah, yeah. from India? But it's interesting they're Hindu because a lot of them are Muslim. Um so I think that does hurt him, but at the same time, like his objective is not to not to, to run. Not to run for president. Um why I guess this is just something I came up with right now. Why is Chris Christie running? The dude runs every time and is immediately out in the first like couple like, months. I don't know. I think it just. I think they raise money or something. They must make meme. money from this. It's a meme for him now. 
I, I have no idea. He, he has to get money from this or something. Like, it just, yeah, I, I wonder the same thing. Three-time failed presidential candidate is now your governor again, you know, or whatever. I don't know. I feel like it hurts you in your own state. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Beto's not running again, so that's fine. No, oh, that, right? that's true. That's true. Is he running for senator? I have no idea. Um, are there any candidates that you know of that were not that's not taking serious enough, but you think should be highlighted? Uh, I mean, it seems like Nikki Haley performed well for what she's targeting. Uh, you know, a lot of the, a lot of, I mean, we've talked a lot about Ukraine on the, on this podcast and a lot of basically conservatives have, you know, gone completely against Ukraine war. And then she sort of laid out uh, her case for why, why we support Ukraine. And I thought it was decent is better than most, most, um, Republicans do. And it was at least different. I mean, they all have the same views, but I think um, it was interesting. It was kind of refreshing to hear, to hear something else, even though it's not necessarily the popular thing in the party. So, and she got a big boost after the, after the debate. I don't necessarily think it's because of that, but just because of a, multiple other moments. So that was, I guess, the one surprise from, from the debate. Hmm. Um, which she's the only female, candidate at least on the republican side yeah um there's that one fight trump with love lady (laughs) yes he's on the democratic side yeah at least she was um let's let's switch to democratic side real quick rfk i feel like all of his stuff has just died now yeah i I don't hear anything about him i only if i see anything it's negative um is he he even still running i don't know he i mean he's still running but he had his moment and I think it's like, oh, this guy's interesting. Oh, this guy's interesting. Then you dig a little bit more, and you're like, okay, well, never mind. <laughs> um, what do you mean by never mind? I mean, a lot of his – I mean, he talks really well on on the podcast. But when you actually, like, really dig into what, what he believes – The meat of uh, it. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Like, super anti-nuclear. I mean, his views on on – homelessness are are pretty outrageous like i mean he he thinks that you should just basically like san francisco would fix their homeless problem if they just literally gave homeless people money like he has all these very diverging views on that align with both the very far left and both and the very far right which is just a recipe for failure to me (laughs) um well it's just give money to homeless people. It's not universal base income. No, no. Uh, I mean, I might be getting this wrong, but no, I, I don't. When I Yang was pretty popular when it came to like universal base. Yes, I say yeah. pretty popular. Obviously, he didn't get very far, but um, he did he, get pretty. He was popular online for sure. Yeah, was it a? But it seems though? like UBI UBI now would would completely crash and burn. Like if Yang ran right now, it would be a disaster because. Our mini miniature version of UBI during COVID kind Just of shot uh, up inflation and yes, it has proved, I guess, the Republican side of it of you can't just print money nonstop. Print, yeah, uh, the conservative side of it being, hey, you give people more money, inflation goes up. Like, I don't know. 
if you raise you the minimum print, wage, you print, you print yeah. money unlimited, then then money's worth less. It's just kind of, I mean, it's perfectly logical. And yeah, we have the we're the reserve currency, so we're a little bit buffered from that. But eventually, that's it catches buffer. Up. The buffer wears away. Um. Okay. So also at the debates, they have you heard the Oliver Anthony song? It's been super popular recently. Oh yeah, the the um, Richmond. Yeah, Richmond, Richmond of North Richmond. North Richmond North yeah. of Richmond. Yeah. Um. So for context, this guy had like thirty or fifty subscribers on YouTube and was like just recording on his phone. Um. Wasn't even like didn't have a studio or anything, and he came with this song, Richmond of North Richmond, and it like blew up and now he has like 10, 10 songs on the top 25 or 30 um, of like iTunes and Spotify. Um, and anyways, I guess a lot of people relate with the song. Um, and so it became really popular. And now this guy's massive. He's got tons of followers on like social media. Um, but they played his song at the debate. And he had a quote about how he finds it funny and ironic that they played a song because the song is about the people that are on stage and the people that are hosting you. the event. Yeah. So the quote from him is, it's aggravating seeing people on conservative news try to identify with me like I'm one of them. It's aggravating seeing certain musicians and politicians act like we're buddies and act like we're fighting the same struggle here. It was funny seeing it all at the presidential debate. Cause it's like, I wrote that song about these, about those people, you know? So for them to have to sit up there and listen to that, it just cracks me up. That is pretty crazy. And I don't know if like, it was like a political move for Fox news or something, or to try to gain some points of look, we're trendy. We're normal. We're, yeah. we're, we're poor too. <laughs> um, yeah. We're here in New York, right? <laughs> living in New York. A fancy, our... fancy event. They probably have like, Free free cocktail hour before yeah debate and all the donors are there you know yeah. massive amounts of money um so it's just like they don't get it they don't use their brains they yeah the song is about them and they like oh I love this song <laughs> the, but the I mean the truth is like the the sort of I mean the song is a sort of populist take on uh more right-leaning than left-leaning populism but like the truth is that sector of people in politics they don't like any politicians at all any it doesn't matter right left like uh and i guess there's still that dc contingent doesn't doesn't understand or get that out of touch yeah yeah um so i thought i thought that was kind of interesting it's just kind of like a just point out that they they don't learn. Yeah, they don't. They I would understand. think that you have somebody lowly enough. I guess you know the person that you're paying, you know, a hundred thousand dollars a year to <laughs> to work for you would maybe be able to step in and say, "Hey, just let you know, like you're no, owning." All those people are too afraid to get in trouble. They're yes, everyone's a yes man in in the business world. That's probably why they Until all suck. They all, <laughs> they all hurt. Like they all they can never get out of their own rut um, <laughs> because they never listen and they never um, uh, evolve and grow. Yeah. Um, maybe that's why maybe, maybe, maybe this like that sentiment is why 
big news or why individual like newscasters are more attractive to nowadays because there's like uh, yeah the, the ones that are really successful are not like us they're not you know they're they're very rich and successful but part of it feels a little bit more similar to to us but when you look at like a fox news or a dc it's just so separated that uh how could it how could anyone like what well that goes to that like professional thing i was saying like it's so professional you lose the lower end people like yeah yeah exactly yeah so full circle full circle on that well one thing that i think tucker carlson has going for him is he seems like a very normal person like he seems very there's videos of him fishing. Like, I don't know if you've seen that video. There's a video of him fishing and some guy walks up on him and is recording him while he's like, like picking up his stuff. Mm. And it seems like the guy's trying to annoy him at first. And I think he probably was, but Tucker Carlson like plays it off pretty well. And he's like, Oh, what are you doing here? He's like, I'm fishing. He's like, Oh, I don't know. You can fish here. You have a fishing license. And he's recording him the whole time. So kind of like a little rude. And he says, um, yeah, like I can fish here. I have a fishing license in the state of New York. He's like, are you recording me? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you got a problem with that? And Tucker was like, no, you can do that. Like, that's fine. Instead of like getting mad and like raging, like he just seems like a normal person. Like he just does normal activities, like goes fishing, like in public. And so, I know I think that like aids him so much in being a being a news being popular by himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he's just relatable. Like, it's not like he's like that. And then on the like left side of mm-hmm. like acting like he's this woke person and trying to um, get their attention by being woke and it's really all fake like he actually he's part of the base that he preaches about mm-hmm. i guess you could say and i think that helps him a ton as a content creator i guess you would say now um yeah it's i guess i i don't know a lot about him because i mean i've never had the t- tv to watch fox news so i don't haven't seen a lot of Tucker Carlson, but but it just sounds like he maybe is more authentic to the audience that he is yeah, targeting. Yeah, authentication or authentic is is the right term. Yeah, um, but like I said, that just look it up. Like if you're if you're at home, look up the um, Tucker Carlson fishing video, and it would be if I was in his case, it'd be very easy to get irritated. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he knows in the moment of like. If I freak out here or get mad, like it's just gonna go viral and I'm gonna look like an idiot. Yeah. So might as well just That's play true. it off. That's true. Might as well just play it off or or be like normal, I guess. Yeah, it's I mean, it would suck so bad to be like super popular in political sphere because half the country absolutely hates you and is always gonna try to catch you in a vulnerable position. So it's crazy that I mean, it's crazy that you don't see more of these people have outbursts. <laughs> Can you imagine well, how, how how often that stuff happens to to someone like Tucker Carlson when they're in public? Like it would drive me drive me absolutely insane. Well, I think one of the reasons why a lot of those people have to have make so much money is they have to hire security. Mm. Um, yeah, and they have to have security with them. Maybe not twenty four seven, but quite often. Often, yeah. Like I mean, how hard would it be for Tucker Carlson to walk down the street of New York or take the subway? Like, yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Before we close out did you it is related to this did you see the thing last weekend where it was like reported taylor swift was at a restaurant at a small private wedding and legit like 
30 minutes later, there was thousands of people outside of the restaurant. And it was just like, I mean, that's just like the perfect example of like, that's, that's literally insane. Like someone who knew Dropped her, what they were doing. <laughs> yeah. They just went out there, like, what the heck? We live in the internet age. Like you're already all the way connected to basically everything someone's doing in their life. It's not like you have to drop everything and go to the place where they're at to just get slightly a better experience. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta go to the restaurant so you can maybe be in the same room as her <laughs> sniff the same air. What's crazy is it was a, it was her friend's wedding, like a small wedding that, I mean, I, I don't know if, I'm not going to say that it ruined the wedding or anything. Cause I don't know that at all, but like, it seems like that would be kind of a wedding ruiner when there's thousands of people outside your wedding. <laughs> And they're all screaming for somebody yes. in the audience, not even, yes. not not even, even a bride or groom. Married. <laughs> yeah. um, hopefully they handed them all rice so they could throw it when the bride and groom left. <laughs> um, no, that's it's interesting. I don't think that I will ever be like that for a celebrity. No, like, I couldn't. There's literally no way. There, not a single one. Um, well, I guess, okay. Do you think that's because we're we're men of faith or people of faith that like we just don't put that much stock in other people, or mm. do you think it's just that we're logical and like they're just a normal person that has a talent that went viral? I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily think it's like some religious aspect necessarily, but I've never thought about that. Uh, I know plenty of people who seem like they'd be super fans, like that are at church. So I don't. I don't know. I I think it's more of a masculine trait to not to not be like that uh in general but i don't know i also think it's just personality (laughs) like maybe we're just competitive like men are a little bit more competitive where it's like i mean this person's not that much better than me even though they're they're a lot better than (laughs) i could do that yeah (laughs) like when you're watching sports the yeah years old watching a football game man i my knees weren't shot. I'd be doing that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, last night I was uh, not that I would felt like felt like that in any way, but but uh, I was right next to Trey Young last night, and uh, I was like, oh, this is I feel like a super fan, but I I, I really want to say something to him, but but I'm just not going to because that's not cool. <laughs> just let him be. Let him be Trey Young. Not yeah. <laughs> let him be Trey Young, the person at the bar with you. Rather than Trey Young, the NBA superstar. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's. I mean, I think it's okay if, like, in that situation, I'm like, hey, man, like, what's up? Like, you know, because, like, I've done that. I don't know if you know. You remember Rick Carlisle from the Dallas Mavericks coach? Um, I was at an event and he was there. Yeah. And I, I don't think I super fan, but I was like, hey, do you mind if I just take like a quick picture? It wasn't like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, yeah, Rick Carlisle, like let's get yeah. a picture like let's hang out bro it was like yeah hey man you know good luck with the maverick season and like if you don't mind i'd like to take a picture if not it's okay yeah um, and so like i mean i didn't if i saw him across the way it's not like i'd go run over there to him it yeah like, yeah hey, there's rick carl like that's awesome yeah can you think of any what's your i mean of all the celebrities what's your favorite i mean What's your favorite? Who's your favorite uh, person? Favorite person? Favorite, out of the celebrity? favorite celebrity? Favorite celebrity? Um, I don't know if I have one. I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I I feel the same way. It's like I don't think nothing could, comes to mind. Maybe Russell Westbrook, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Russell Westbrook. That, that'd probably be my like stan. Yeah. Um, 
and I mean, I felt so. I went to a uh, Thunder. You know when they fly in and yeah, people yeah, welcome them at the airport. Yeah. So I was at that once. Um, I think it was Braden and I. Yeah. And maybe somebody else. Gary, I think, was there with us. Um, he was leaving the airport in his car, and like he lives in Edmond, and we were going back to OC. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we were kind of going, we were going the exact same way. Like we both, like we didn't take the turnpike for whatever reason. I mean, I don't know why he didn't take it. I didn't take it because I didn't have a pike pass. But um, we're following him, and I'm like, this dude probably thinks we're following him from the airport to his house. Yeah. I'm like, we don't really care that much. We're just going to OC. We're just going to our home. Yeah. yeah he did live right there. And so, like, we're going on I-44, and all of a sudden, he, like, just punches on the accelerator and goes. Nah. And I'm like, this dude definitely <laughs> thought we were following him. We're just, we're both going 65 miles per hour in a 60, yeah. on the 60-mile-per-hour highway. Like, I promise we're not following you, bro. But that's funny. I'm sure he was like, oh, they're going to follow. Like, you know, I'm sure he was not yeah. necessarily scared, yeah. but um, probably like, oh, I don't right. want to deal with these crazy fans. Yeah, but and the reality, it was like, I don't really care that much. Like, yeah, um, I'm just going home. So, um, do you have any final thoughts or any uh, anything you want to discuss more about candidates or Trump mm-hmm. or the Oliver no. Anthony song? No, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I wonder if the Oliver Anthony thing, if he'll actually end up being, you know, continue to make uh, hits or if he's going to be a one-hit wonder. I mean, I know he showed that all of his songs are popular right now but like in a year from now if he releases songs will he still be popular that'll be yeah that'll be interesting um i think that he i think he'll have some obviously you go through waves of being popular so yeah um do you have any hot takes or um let's see I think even though they all at the Fox debate said if Trump wins, they're all going to still support him. I don't think that's the case. No, yeah, I think I think they just said it to like bright to save face or whatever it's called. Yeah. But I think in reality, like Pence will not, will no, not support him. Absolutely not. That's like a bromance breakup thing. Um, <laughs> and. I don't think DeSantis will either, but I think the rest of them are like they. Yeah. Whether they do it or not, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. I, I think agree. those two are the big ones. Um, yeah. Vivek, I think, will eventually drop out. Um, even if I think, even if he's the, even if it's just them two, like as the top two for the primary, I bet he still drops out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I think he would rather get a cabinet position or a VP position than lose in the primary. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I still think you say that Trump will lose in the general election. I still think if he goes against Joe Biden, I think he has a chance hmm. because of how bad it's been going. Maybe that's a hot take, but um, I still think if it's just Biden and Trump, I think Trump has an actual chance. Um, we'll see. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to be offended if you think differently. That's perfectly. I don't simple. think so. I think he has a zero chance. I mean, okay, once a zero, there are a lot of things could change, but we'll we'll see uh, when it comes what? time. Oh, okay. What would happen if they both got into the primary and say, I mean, obviously Joe Biden's very old. What if he's like 
they're in the primary and he dies or something like because i don't think that's ever happened has it i don't i don't know i don't think that's ever happened what does vp step up oh i, I think I so yeah does it go in order i don't know yeah um that's interesting the interesting thing to think about possible. i don't think joe biden's gonna die it's, it's but possible but it's possible. possible well as everyone gets older as um every single um candidate is you know 150 years old right now then it's just <laughs> it's just gonna be more likely odds. the odds are the odds are not in their favor yeah um but anyways this has been simply done cool thank you guys so much for watching and we'll catch you next time all right i gotta go